Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Boy, I'll tell you what, it was quite a sight watching uh, Chris Ray testify on Wednesday. Um, your opening statement was just straight fire. Uh, so many questions were asked that, quite frankly, I was not satisfied with the answers to. So give me yeah. your give me your, your uh, 30,000 foot view of, of the testimony of, of the Director Ray, then we'll get specific. Well- no, I think your takeaway was was where where most people were. It's like, and that's sort of consistent with Director Ray. It seems like we never really get much from him. He comes in and says he can't say this, won't say that. Get back with you. I'll brief you privately. On and on it goes. So that's always frustrating. I thought that maybe the, the key takeaway was what they're doing with with Americans' data. So we we put up the email that we had got from Subpoena and Bank of America, and it showed that uh, the FBI asked financial institutions, in this case specifically Bank of America. Turn over all debit and credit card purchases of all your customers in the Washington, D.C. area on January 5th and 6th, 2021, and then overlay that information with any firearms or firearm-related purchase that, that they've had. Now, that is scary stuff when the government is blanket asking for that kind of information. And then maybe just as, just as telling was when two Democrats, two separate occasions, asked him about the purchase of private data from brokers, uh, of, of American of, of the American people, and he says, "Well, I'll have to get back with you and give you a briefing on that." So this is scary stuff. And then you couple that with everything else, with what they've done to parents, how they, what they've called pro-life Catholics, uh, the censorship that was pointed out by the federal court, and it's a and it's a scary picture. And it's why we've talked about getting to the bottom of what we term as the weaponization of these agencies against the American people. So, Congressman, the question, I guess, becomes, you know, you you don't like what he's doing. Most of your colleagues don't like what he's doing. Most Americans don't like. 37% of Americans have a favorable view of Christopher Wray, who's in charge of our top law enforcement agency at the federal level. And the question becomes, when do we start impeachment? What what do we do? You know, it's one thing to bring him in, yell at him for eight hours, have him say, ah, I can't really say much, and then have him walk away unscathed. It's another thing to do something. What can be done? Well, I think that the speaker's been been uh, very open to this idea that we may have to move into uh, an impeachment inquiry at some point, for uh, more so for 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 Attorney General Garland, and in relation to this activity we just talked about, because the FBI is obviously part of the Justice Department, but also with with the way they've handled these two whistleblowers who've now come forward uh, from the Internal Revenue Service. In fact, they, those two individuals, uh, my understanding is they're going to be testifying. I know Gary Shapley, and I think. The individual who was who's remained anonymous, I think he may testify too. Um, I don't know that that's finalized, but the the Mr. Shapley's plan is, is set to testify uh, this Wednesday in front of the Oversight Committee. So um, we'll look forward to that, and I think getting information in a public way, and, and, and Democrats will be there to cross-examine these guys. But I think they're going to hold up strong because uh, I think they're 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 very credible. And then you you move from there. But the speaker's been clear: we we need to continue with these investigations, get the facts on the table, and then if it's warranted, then we move into an impeachment inquiry, um, which I think, again, is a decision for the entire Republican conference to make. But if that's what the facts dictate, then that's where we got to go. If if it's short of impeachment when it comes to Ray, and I understand about Garland, and you're right, it should start there at the top of the DOJ, but if impeachment falls short and that isn't the way to go or it doesn't work or whatever, what other tools do you have here? Particularly, you know, the very first point you just made, was about their data mining. 
uh, Chris Ray used his his position and his and his his bureau to mine data of of American citizens, private American citizens, about their weapons and so on and so forth, their purchases. Yeah. I mean, that's not legal. I mean, to my understanding, it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment at the very least. So, if we have unconstitutional and illegal things being done by and directed by the director of the FBI, uh, are there are there any other legal ramifications here other than potentially impeachment? Is well, there anything less they than? would argue they would argue that it is legal. What we're going to look to do is pass legislation here real soon that says if if it would require a warrant to get that information for government to get that information, you can't go buy it from the private sector as a way to work around the Fourth Amendment. So that that we need to pass legislation now. I will say this: Congressman Davidson from our great state got in the uh, National Defense Authorization Bill an amendment which said the DOD can't do what the FBI, what, what Chris Ray admitted the FBI is doing, which is purchasing private data, or said that he'd have to get back with us and explain what the FBI is doing. I, I want to be clear. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So we, there was an amendment added that said the Department of Defense can't do that, uh, that, that Mr. Uh, Davidson got in the uh, National Defense Authorization Act last week, which is a good good step in the right direction. We're going to look to pass a, a, uh, a bill that, that just says the FBI can't do that as well. So you do legislation, and then, of course, we've talked about it many times, you use the appropriations process to put limits on these guys um, in the Justice Department and these other agencies, like the Department of Homeland Security that's been attacking American speech, censoring American speech, you, trying to set up a disinformation governance board. You, you, you look at all these agencies that have been uh, trying to censor and, uh, and, and, and you know, restrict Americans' rights. Yeah, I don't even see the uh, data mining with the banks and financial institutions as a workaround. It's a direct search, search and seizure. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. a direct. I mean, sure. I'm searching for information on these people, if and it, I'm going to go to this bank and this financial institution and say, "Sell us these records," um, and and we'll find out. I just think it's um, you know, it's as it's one semantics. of our colleagues. Yeah, Bob, as one of our colleagues said during the hearing, uh, if it's not illegal, it darn well should be. And that's uh, and we're in the legislative business, so we need to pass legislation that says you can't do this. Uh, and we're looking to do that as well. More on the FBI, Congressman Jim Jordan. Um, there's a bill that apparently is getting closer to getting out of committee and getting to a floor vote. Maybe you can update me on that. To defund the FBI by $1 billion. First of all, tell me about the bill. Second of all, how will you respond to the critics that are automatically going to say, and in fact they already are, you know, I thought you conservatives didn't like the idea of defunding the police, which of course was the mantra nationwide yeah. after George Floyd, you know, because the FBI is a federal police agency, law enforcement agency. So how do you respond to that? Well, we're not defunding. What we're doing is we want to make sure the rank-and-file agents have what they need to do to do their job. That's not the problem. What we're saying is we're going to put restrictions, and we're going to reduce the amount of money that's going to the FBI so that you can't do some of these things you shouldn't be doing in the first place. 
and frankly, we're not going to give you any more money. We're not going to we're not going to let you 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 go build this new you know shiny new building, this shiny new headquarters in Virginia or Maryland. You see where they're competing, which state's going to get it? What we've said is moving to Huntsville, uh, moving to Alabama. Uh, if you're going to if you're going to do it anywhere, uh, because there's already a big space down there that's already that's already viewed as the second headquarters now, where they have 20 of their 30 divisions for goodness sake. So that's that's our response. This is just good common sense. This is what we're supposed to do in a legislative body when we're spending the taxpayers' money. Um, Congressman, tell me about Huntsville, Alabama. You have pretty much laid that out. Is that must be the location to move the FBI headquarters? Why Huntsville? Well, like like I said, that they already have twenty of their thirty divisions operating down there. <clears throat> this is the place where they want to move space. Where there's all kinds of things they want to move to that that location. All kinds of area, all kinds of space. There's, um, it's viewed as I said, the second headquarters now for the for the FBI. And frankly, as someone's pointed out, there's actually an airstrip there. So Chris Ray with his private plane, he'll be able to land there anytime he wants. Um, so we think that makes sense, and that's a that's a huge savings for for the American taxpayer if it goes there. And maybe more importantly, it gets some of these guys out of the headquarters who are, where the problems are. Gets them out in you know real America, away from the swamp. We think that could be good for the country as well. That's what I wanted to hear. I mean, really, it just cannot be in D.C. I mean, you know, people call D.C. the swamp, and they think it's just a nickname, and it, and it is, of course. But I mean, there really is corruption that 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 feeds off of itself, and and it and it enables more, and it creates more, um, and that maybe, just maybe, the Department of Justice and the FBI, maybe these places or these organizations would be better served to be in a place that is not necessarily as corrupt and uh, and able to be, uh, you know, collusion is able to happen and so on with other agencies. Yeah, put them in put them in Cleveland, Ohio, put them in Urbana, <laughs> Ohio, you know, like there's there's like get them out in God's country for goodness sake. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, uh, particularly when you have the history of this is the organization that the federal court just said was censoring Americans. This was the organization that said moms and dads at school board meetings are going to use the Patriot Act. We're going to treat you like terrorists, set up a snitch line for people to report you, go investigate you. This is the organization that had an FBI memo from the field office in Richmond that said if you're a pro-life Catholic, we think you're radical. We think you're an extremist. I mean, this is the organization that, frankly, uh, you know, the, the whistleblower says one thing. The, the attorney general says something else when it comes to how this investigation of Hunter Biden was handled. And who are you going to believe? I think I'll believe the whistleblower. I think he's a lot more credible than, than an organization that parents treated parents as terrorists and Catholics as, as radicals and spied on American kids. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.